0: get super buff and do old spice commercials
1: you know i i I thought about it but i just decided to pass maybe next year
0: all right well hello and welcome to the essential podcast this is tommy barco and we're going to talk today about ways to make your habits stick Matt's here to talk about it with us. We've got a new year upon us. You probably had some resolutions, hopefully some goals that you set. I've kind of resolved not to have resolutions, but to set goals and create new (laughs) habits. And that's probably a whole nother podcast. Maybe we need to save for New Year's next year. But this podcast is to help push you back onto those goals that you have probably fallen off of a little bit. This is the time of year in which people kind of look back at those resolutions and goals and say, man, I had this great plan. I checked a few things off the box early out of the gate, and now maybe they fizzled out a little bit. So one key here is stay focused. You can start over now. You can get back on track, and we're going to give you three keys to help make those habits stick and help you achieve those goals or continue those resolutions. So Matt... Any uh, resolutions for you or are you in line with me on the goals and habits?
1: Uh, I'm going to (laughs) control my healthy weight habits. Um, And I think the timing of this is actually perfect. Yeah. So if anyone else was like me, January 1st, starting your resolution – it really was January 6th, because that's, that's right. a Monday, right? you got to start yeah. on a Monday, <laughs> uh, although I try to start on Wednesdays, but yeah. I didn't this time. Um, but this is going to come out on the 29th-ish, so maybe you've fallen off track in January, but guess what? The 3rd of February is a Monday and the perfect right. time to start. So this will help you get back on the horse. I know I probably will need to by the time this airs, so I can't wait to
0: listen to it yep, again. Yeah, agreed. You know, it's it's kind of an every year thing where you've kind of kind of pick back up and February 3rd, man, that's perfect. Recalibrate, get your habits in line, begin to achieve those goals. Because, hey, it's all one step at a time, small percentage changes. We've talked about this on a previous podcast. And there's a lot of deep material out there. We highly recommend the Atomic Habits book by James Clear. And we talked about that on our three books in three weeks podcast. So check that out if you want to hear more. What we've got today for you, though, is very practical, three keys to help those habits stick. So the first one is kind of twofold, and we'll just kind of summarize it here as saying you need to control your surroundings. So what that means is, and this kind of comes from Atomic Habits, you've got to make it easy and make it obvious. So if you've got an apple on the counter, you're more apt to pick that apple up and eat if you want to eat healthier snacks versus having cookies on the counter. Or you can eliminate the junk food. Don't buy it if you cook meals at home. Don't bring the stuff into your house if you or eating out, don't go into the restaurant that sells the fried chicken. Go to the one that you can get a salad and the grilled chicken or whatever. We're talking talk about the diet. but Don't sh- don't shop hungry,
1: Tommy, because <laughs> that's, that's when you buy the cookies because everything starts to look good. I learned that the hard way.
0: You're exactly right. And that leads you to kind of elaborate on this a little bit where your ability to be disciplined in the face of the opportunity to make bad decisions, especially with food, but this is true for everything, like if you've got to go dig out the weights or the journal or whatever your you know your new goals are for this year new habits that you're wanting to form you're less likely to do it if you make it obvious and it's available and it's easy then it goes back to this whole cue and reward system that you know we we see as how habits are formed and what reinforces them so make that cue super easy like combine it with something every time i grab my phone it's in the bag where the journal is. So I pull the journal out and I write those three things down that I'm grateful for that day, or
1: whatever. I think you got to break it up into um, steps. You know, it's like eating an elephant. You do it one bite at a time. And yeah. And I I think about um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Terry Crews, um, the super buff Old Spice guy. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about how he hates. Working out. And I'm like, wait a minute, how's this super buff guy hate working out? And so he said his secret is this he hates it. So when that alarm goes off at 5 a.m. or whatever time he gets up, he says, I just got to sit up. And then he sits up. And then he's like, I just got to put my workout clothes on. And then I just got to get drive to the gym. Then I just got to go inside. Then I just got to do one set. And then one set becomes two, becomes three. And he's completed his workout, and he's kind of hacked his own brain. And I think that kind of comes back to making it easy. The steps, there's eight steps there. When you think about all eight together, it doesn't sound very fun. But when you start piecing them out into individual steps, and you just got to get here, just got to get here. I think you get there much faster. And I think there's also a guy who was walking across the North Pole that did the same thing. I just got to get to this next hill. I think that comes from the book uh, Obstacles the Way. But uh, breaking it into small pieces makes it a lot easier.
0: Yeah, you're right. And that works for building a new habit or achieving a goal, a long-term, short-term goal. It also would work for breaking a bad habit. You know, you have to break that down and look at the series of steps that leads to this bad habit occurring And then begin to eliminate some of those steps that ultimately result in you making that bad decision. I mean, maybe the bad habit is staying up too late, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, eating bad or smoking or something like that. You know, it could be just small things that we know, like we've talked about getting enough sleep, having this routine for bedtime or reading more. You know, maybe you're watching TV instead of reading and one of your goals or resolutions is to create this habit of reading. And so you just break down the habit that's leading you to sit down and turn on the TV that maybe keeps you up too late. And you just begin to take these steps out of the equation and replace them with easy and obvious steps that lead you to the good habit. So all that relates to your surroundings. Make it easy. Make it obvious. And you can do that with what you just said. Break down those steps hey, I'm going to take that same approach and do a before and after with some photos. I'm going to show you all how Terry Crews got the way he looks. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, right. So uh, that wasn't one of my resolutions or or goals for this year, but maybe it should be. Get super buff and do Old Spice commercials.
1: You know, I, (laughs) I, I thought about it, but I just decided to pass. Yeah,
0: maybe next year.
1: Maybe next year, yeah.
0: Cool. Well, you did mention earlier in the year on our podcast that you were back on the workout train. And this Mm -hmm. is something we've talked about off and on in the past as well, essential health and essential fitness. And that kind of leads us to our second point because I said, hey, we're going to help keep Matt accountable for the year with his working out. And that's what number two is, accountability. A way to help make this habit stick is to tell people about it, right? Create this goal these habits write them down right so that's another key component it could even be its own point but it's part of accountability for for our purposes where you're telling it to somebody you're having somebody do it with you you know workout partner or somebody within your business a coach coaching component there's all kinds of ways to get here and do this you know hiring a personal trainer and that's a huge key in any kind of professional or personal development building any habit or breaking a habit it's funny you say
1: write it down Um, that's been one of the things that uh, initially helped me i think drop 50-ish pounds Mm -hmm. and i i would print off a calendar on my desk and i would write out and map out my workouts and i would cross off each one as i go so it's staring me at the face yeah and sometimes I would miss the morning workout, and I'd be disappointed in myself when I'm looking at it on my desk at work, mm-hmm. and when I'd, I'd go home after work and do the workout and then wake up and work out again, which totally messes up the you know recovery cycle <laughs> and everything, but it was it was like I just had to get it done because I felt guilty. So
0: Yeah, so that calendar list piece of paper is part of what helps keep you accountable, keeps your perspective right, lets you track progress or lack of progress and provides accountability. So man, that's exactly what we're talking about. And I love something I heard James Clear say on a podcast. I don't recall if it's in the book or not, but he said he gets asked about like, how long does it take to form a habit? Is it 21 days? Was it four weeks? And he's like, this information is always changing, but the truth is it's a habit until you don't do it. The first day you miss it or the first week that it doesn't occur it's not a habit anymore. So it's kind of this lifetime incremental changes. You know, we talked about doing this 1% over and over. So accountability really helps you track your progress or have somebody monitor or question you on your progress towards reaching the goal or continuing the habit or building the habit. And it's something that needs to be zoomed out and looked at as a lifetime achievement or a 12 month achievement or whatever it is that your, your timeline is. That really leads us perfectly to number three, and this is called the two-day rule. And I heard about this from a guy named Matt Diavella, a pretty cool content creator. Uh, He's a minimalist, and he's actually had a lot of the people that I'm a fan of on his show and has experimented with habits and stuff a lot himself. But he has this rule called the two-day rule. And I thought it was very intriguing. I'm looking forward to trying it for myself. But it's once you've established this goal or you plan to build this habit or break this habit, you create a two-day rule around it. And that simply means that you only skip or give in or whatever for one day. You never allow it to happen for two days in a row. So again, with like working out for the example, you can miss one day, but you can't miss two. And if you'll use that to hold yourself accountable and look at that, you know, we're talking about like, hey, it's only a habit until you don't do it. It'll allow you some control and flexibility as you're building a plan for whatever this is that you're trying to accomplish, reading more, getting to bed on time, creating routines, hitting business goals, diet, exercise, you name it. As you outline your plan, you can schedule the time off, but just never let it be two days in a row. So it's kind of like budgeting. It's a little bit liberating kind of budgeting your time a little bit your plan and if you have unexpected things occur that cause you to get off track a little bit then you just don't let it happen two days in a row I thought that was a pretty cool idea
1: yeah I can kind of relate to that Tommy Uh, when I first started the workout journey actually it wasn't two days in a row um, but there was a section where I would stop running and then walk and then start running again and what I realized was if I stopped, I wasn't going to start up again. So I I cut the brakes out of the sort of incremental system to get you up to a five k. Uh, now my father in law actually uses a similar system, except I think he doesn't. His his whole mantra is not to miss at all. So there's been times because uh, he walks in the morning um, for about I think it's usually about three miles, and he doesn't miss it rain sleet snow whatever even if we happen to be duck hunting and you know we're trying to be at the blind at 4 a.m he's walking at hmm. uh, 3 or 2:30 or something crazy like that so he has he never miss a day now unfortunately he recently fell and hurt himself and he hurt his leg so he couldn't walk for two days and I haven't asked him I, I believe he started up again but that was really his mindset was if I stop and take a break or don't do this because it's Saturday or Sunday. He's like, I'll never, I'll never start again or keep with it. So mm-hmm. his
0: is never miss a day. Period. Wow, and I think that's probably a great rule, right? And then you could use this two day rule as uh, a way to cope with an injury or being out of town or or something like that. You know, it's not a. I don't think it's something that you'd have to enforce because I like that. You know, keep it, keep that consistency going make it a priority and I think that's probably ultimately what happens he probably can't imagine what it's like to not get up and walk and when he's prohibited from doing it it's worse than if he had gotten up at 2 30 and did it you know even though it's not a normal day so that's what you're looking for with with building new habits is it becomes such a obvious and uh, you know subconscious even at part of your day you know your life that you can't imagine not eating this way or not going to the gym or not reading or not getting enough sleep or, you know, you name it. So, so cool story. Yeah, it's really worked for him. And I think,
1: um, you know, like you said, it's hard to, when you've been doing it for so long to miss a day. And I, back when I was really after it, I mean, I would get cranky if I didn't work out or Mm -hmm. if I didn't eat right, or if I had something, this is kind of interesting. Uh, you'd go and you'd splurge and have a dessert and then you'd realize that it wasn't worth the calories because it wasn't as good as you were hoping. It. <laughs> like It was like built up in your mind like it's going to be great and then it's not. And so that's disappointing and you learn kind of the hard way there that, man, I set myself back a week and it wasn't really worth it. So eventually you, you fall into those habits, which I think all three of these things um, are going to help strengthen whatever resolutions that you might have. So with that said, Tommy, why don't you uh, summarize and essentialize?
0: Yeah, we will do. So we have three things here. These are keys to get back on track and make these habits and these goals a reality. The first one is you need to control your surroundings and the environment, make it easy, and make it obvious. Number two is accountability. Let's write it down, document, calendar, tell people about it, get somebody involved in this Particular journey or whatever's going on in your life. And the third one compliments of Matt Diavella is the two day rule. If you miss one day, that's fine. Never let it be two. So, pretty cool stuff there. Hope this helps you. I'm excited about revisiting these things in my life and helping continue to reinforce and create and refocus. And you know, we talk about the lines on the side of the road, right? The guardrails. Like they just keep you from drifting, keep you from getting off track a little bit here, a little bit there. And that continues you focusing on the right things in the right direction, the essential things. So thanks for tuning in. Hope it's helpful for you. And until next time, keep it essential. And thanks for sticking around after the music. We just have a quick disclosure for you. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc. And advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.,